Hello, and welcome back to the Tea and a Buddy podcast. I'm Dominic. And I'm Erica. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about companies that fail to crack America. Yeah. Yeah. Um, originally, we were going to talk about companies that were British-owned. Yeah. Uh, and that you didn't think were British, you know. I'm sorry, I just cracked myself up because I'm like, yeah. 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 <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were. Yes, we were. But yeah. no- I mean, and apologies for my voice today because it's all allergy season and I'm all stuffed up and I'm all throated out. Yeah, it's been a it's, it's been, been a bad a, allergy a, season. A bad allergy season, <laughs> yeah, because I'm just going every five seconds. So apologies <laughs> for that. But yeah, it doesn't really seem like there's a whole lot of British-owned companies that you don't already know. Or about American, anyway. yeah, or American companies, you know, because it's like everything's owned by everyone else. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of, like, conglomerates out there that are multinational. Well, we were hoping to find, like, a bunch of surprising, like, surprise, um, Britain-owned, you know, I don't know, what's a popular American brand? Um, surprise, Britain-owned Sony or something, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But there, there was... Sony, I think, is actually uh, Japanese. <laughs> well, whatever, yeah. whatever, you know. I don't know, but <laughs> I mean... the first thing that popped into my head. <laughs> um, we were we were expecting to try, or, or we were hoping to try to find that kind of thing, but it just seems like Burberry, Jaguar, Land Rover. You yeah, know, th- yeah. Everything that you already kind of know, no. and you're not really that surprised. Yeah, so. Mini and all that. Yeah. Actually, I, mean, I actually have to know if Mini is owned by Britain anymore. I think it might be owned by German BMW. Or I, I, I I'm not sure about that, so I'll have to research that I don't know, later but, on. So. But yeah, you know, Britain is like America now, where we've just yeah. sold all of our companies. Sold to it other all countries. off. <laughs> but, but you know, still trading on being authentically American. Yeah, well, still trading on and being authentically like, British. Isn't it rich how Britain and America both like like to consider ourselves like. Yes. The great powers of the world. The but great it's like, powers. what do we really own? What do we really produce? What do we really do? You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We just sit around going, yeah. Counting our, sitting around counting our money. Counting our money, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. But anyway. Anyway. Um, this is foreign companies. I mean, some of them are from the UK. Mm. Uh, a lot of them are most Maybe of them you can are, try actually. to just pick out the UK ones if you... If I can, yeah. yeah. And... Because I think there's quite a lot on this list, aren't there? Um, I don't know, actually. Oh, I thought you said there was like 70-something. 70, no. Oh. <laughs> no? I just I think pulled it's that about number out of seven. nowhere. <laughs> seven? Oh, God. I think it might be about seven. Oh, but anyway, I mean, we can we can talk. You like to hear us talk, don't you? Because that's <laughs> so what... Do you? Yes. Do you? <laughs> that's why they tune in every week to hear us talk oh, geez, about things know. like this. Mm-hmm. And just rattle our heads. Rattling our heads, yeah. Because, I mean, we were just talking about that earlier today. You know, people about, about people rattling their heads. <laughs> yeah. And we're, we're about to rattle our heads too. So, yeah. And, I mean, the first one on this list is Marks and Spencer. That's very surprising. Yeah. I mean, Marks and Spencer, that's been a UK staple since 1884. It seems so British to you. I don't know. Like Marks I can't. And Spencer. Yeah. I mean, it's it predominantly sells clothes because you know. That's it. I thought it was like grocery store. As and... well as home and food products. Yeah, but yeah. then then it's like food food hall came up. 
Mm. You know, my gran used to go to Marks all the time. Marks, as they call it. Marks and Sparks was what they used to say. Yeah. And then they rebranded sometime in the mid-noughties with, to M&S. When did they try to... When was it that they tried to come they over They came here? over here in 1988. Okay. And they acquired the U.S. male clothes retailer Brooks Brothers for $750 million. Mm. Sure, I've ever even heard of them. Uh, with department stores all across the US, the plan was to use Brooks Brothers as a platform to launch MS stores in America, but the plan didn't work. <laughs> what happened? Does it say? Its range of clothes was deemed old fashioned and too formal because oh, yeah, Marks you Marks and Spencer's. It's Hashtag like. Hashtag British. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> old fashioned and too formal. No, and you go into Marks and Spencer, yeah. And it was like that, you know, my grandma was like, oh, I'm going to find you something in Marks for your birthday. Mm. And I'd be like, oh, God. Because you go into Marks and they'd have these pullovers and they'd look like, I don't know, they'd look like something a professor would wear in 1959, you know? Yeah. It's like the, the St. Michael range. And I mean, British listeners will know what I'm you talking about. What? You know what, though? There's like a these pullovers and like... Um, Noel Edmonds sweaters, you know, mm. like Christmas sweaters and stuff. I really and think jackets a, with elbow I patches. I think they should give it another go because there's a market for that. <laughs> I mean, my grandma used to have the hardest time finding clothes that she was like felt comfortable in. Yeah, clothes that she felt like looked appropriate for her. You know, yeah. because you go in so many stores and it's very ageist, isn't it? Like you yeah. don't really think about it being being a youngish person how how the clothes don't really they're not really for everybody are they you know they're not for a little 90 year old woman it's like what is she if she goes if she's in the mood to go shopping like what where is she going to shop yeah I, I can't remember if my gran used to like shop for clothes at Marks. yeah i think she used to get like th- bits and bobs there but it was mostly food but it get, seems you know. like there are more options in Britain now that I'm like thinking about it. Oh it's, yeah, it seems like there's more like conservative, like you know what I yeah. mean. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Wasn't it Marks and Spencers in Gibraltar? I mean, I think we've told this story. <laughs> I you went in Gibraltar. Yeah. I think we've told this story many times. Many times. Well, it's it's due for a revisit now. <laughs> this story when she went into um, Marks and Spencer and. Um, yeah, I don't know, I don't know why. Why, why you you just went in there alone? I think didn't I just you? wanted so to me and my see dad stayed outside. Like, I don't know what I was looking for, but yeah. Um, yeah, you went in there looking for something, mm. and you said you heard these like American tourists laughing. Yeah, these, these group of women laughing. Going, We're in the chocolate. Well, there was somebody. There was a couple guy. There was a couple. Of, I say guys. A couple of men next to me, and um, they were like hollering across the store i guess for their wives and they're like we're back here in the chocolate <laughs> it was like oh the the most in scre- the chocolate the screeching like american voices and i just kind of slinked out of there like oh, with my head because there was a crew there was a cruise ship in <laughs> in gibraltar that's how i mean there's always a we're cruise ship in, in gibraltar Oh my god. <laughs> and so it was of full American. of Americans, I guess, because there was this guy who came in and I can't remember what he said. He said something about like, oh, he you must have a lot of dolphins here. They must something. have a lot of dolphins around here and monkeys. 
you know. Uh, yeah. He said something about the, the monkeys. Yeah, and, and the keychains. Oh, that must be a thing here. You know, the, the <laughs> monkeys. And it's like, yeah, Gibraltar. People come to, the, to, yeah. to look at the monkeys. I don't you know. know what the dolphins was, but the, I, mean, I guess there's the dolphins out I, I, so. in the do, in the Gibraltar the Strait. Yeah. I think there's dolphins okay, in there. Yeah. You know. <laughs> but yes, anyway. back on back on topic here. <laughs> Marks and Spencer. Marks and Spencer. Yeah. Um, other brands like Banana Republic and Gap became the draw for men looking for modern casual clothes, and so they sold it. Did they only sell men's clothes at that time? Yeah. Oh, really? And, oh, not at that time. Over here, they did. Oh, they were only doing men's men's, men's oh. Yeah. Yeah. You see, women shop for clothes more often than men. I think so. Yeah. I mean, there are women's clothes in Marks, but I think most of it was like you know geared towards men you know yeah, Marks yeah, and Spencer's yeah, yeah. pullovers there's not a whole lot of like men only clothing stores are there no not really I, mean, I don't, I don't... Get... Burton's we'll get I really off track again if we, if we get into this Burton's, topic but... but I think that's gone now Burton's is no longer but a I mean, thing here in, in, in America, the UK like... in America I don't know yeah I don't know either because there was Burton's men's wear mm. and then there was Evan's ladies wear Okay, yeah. And they were kind of like, they were always kind of like together, you know, Burton's yeah. and Evans. But I think they're both defunct now because I remember going to Burton's. I think I got my first suit at Burton's. Oh, yeah. Um, So I got my first like, you know, because it was kind of like a tailored type thing, you know. Mm. And yeah, I, I think that's gone now. But I mean, I don't think that ever came over to the States or anything. But the next company is Suzuki. Yeah. They started off... In what? 19- wait, wait, wait. This is a list of companies that failed here? Yes. Um, And it's funny because we were watching a YouTube video with someone about yeah. this. I mean, um, I think Suzuki's were kind of popular at, at a time. I mean, I guess I guess uh, failed means just they, that they're no they, longer they're here. They're no longer here, yeah. Okay, so I mean, yeah. It doesn't, mean, it doesn't necessarily they're, mean they came over and then they instantly were failed. <laughs> Yeah, they started in 1909 in Japan, and they're a, today they're still a huge global success. Yeah. And their cars sell particularly well in Hungary and Australia. Mm. And in 85, the company expanded to the US and initially had success with its Samurai car. But the reputation was tarnished when consumer reports alleged the Samurai was susceptible to rolling over in tests yeah. and very public lawsuit followed. The company had some success with later models and seemed to have weathered the economic crisis of 2007, but ultimately its limited product lineup and non-competitive pricing was blamed for poor sales. Mm. And by 2012, they announced they would stop selling cars in the US. And the company by then had filed for bankruptcy and was $346 million in debt. Oh, God. So, yeah, I mean, (laughs) Suzuki, yeah, no, because we were watching a video. Yeah. And they bought a little Suzuki... Samurai. Samurai, yeah. and it was from like the mid nineties or something, yeah. you know. And it was just like a little running around car, still stick shift or whatever. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, I can see like I wouldn't like to drive one of those in the US. Yeah. Why? Because it's tiny. You know, it's like a you know you could get freaking you know. I mean, I like all the same. So. Yeah, I know. You used to drive a Beetle and everything, yeah. <laughs> which also no longer go in the Beetle. So yeah. Volkswagen's still a thing, but you know. <laughs> But, you know, you're driving along the motorway and you've got those 20-ton yeah. semis yeah. that are coming along and you're just going to go, whoa, you know, getting blown <laughs> by their backdraft, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, 
And it's just like, you know, you, I don't know. I mean, I can imagine people were just like, oh, well, that's going to roll over. Well, it's a, it's a little square-shaped. little square-shaped, lightweight thing, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the next one on the list is W.H. Smith. When were they W.H. Smith, yeah. I'm sure that they've always been an airport thing. British retailer's W.H. Smith specializes in selling books, stationery, and newspapers, and can mm-hmm. be found in most UK towns and cities, railway stations, and airports. Yeah, but I mean, I'm sure that they were an airport thing over here, too. In 85, they began operating shops in the US, predominantly in airports and hotels. Plan was for W.H. Smith to be the go-to place for shoppers in need of a book or magazine for their flight or stay at a hotel. Huh. But the company struggled to flourish in the U.S. market and things went from bad to worse when the demand for tourism and travel diminished after the September 11th attacks. Oh, gosh. Um, the company began to close unprofitable bookstores and newsstand reduced by 2003. It was forced to sell up. I mean, really, it's like, can, can you call that a failure? Because bookstores of, of every variety are not really lasting nowadays I mean, you know yeah. i think amazon started to started to close them all up i mean um, well yeah because they, they they did amazon a started out as just books yeah yeah and so i think from the early days of its inception it started putting physical bookstores out, out of, of business yeah. out of business because you could just order up any book you didn't have to you didn't have to go to the store and buy it you know or, yeah or maybe they didn't have it or whatever it was just like you could just literally look for any book and amazon had it and they'd send it right to your door you know because in well i mean over here like news agents mm-hmm um, it's more like convenience stores, isn't it? You know that. Would I be mean, like, we yeah. used to have an, a news agent like right by where I used to live, and it was just a little like convenience store. No, it was a oh. little news. We called it a newsstand. It was an actual physical store. It was in a strip mall. Cause to, I think it yeah. was just called news agents too, yeah. or something. It didn't. I don't think it. Ha- it didn't have like a name, but they sold like. Every newspaper from everywhere yeah. around the country and magazines yeah. and, and books. Because and... to me, a news agent, uh, you know, they sell every red top, which is the um, in the in the UK. They sell every red top paper and all the all the papers, all the national papers mm-hmm. and magazines and, you know, crossword puzzles and stuff. And they also sell like cigarettes. Yeah. And chocolate and yeah. sweets. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, and because I think and, and the little knickknack things, you know. Because think about going into a convenience store. They were always like a corner shop or a gas me. station here. Like, there's not a really big newspaper or magazine section. No, not anymore. No, not, I get, everyone gets it on their phone now. Not unless you go to one of the really big, like truck stoppy type. Yeah. Um, convenience stores you know but just the little your little average neighborhood corner store doesn't really have like much of a newspaper or magazine selection in general i mean yours i i think somehow it's still surviving in britain like the corner shop as they call it you know Mm. but usually oh i never go in there to buy a paper you know i I vaguely remember going to buy a paper for my dad sometimes you know the, the the telegraph or the guardian or whatever you know yeah I mean, he'd get the telegraph for the crossword. And, you know, he'd go, oh, go get me a paper, you know? Yeah. But, you know, these days, I don't know how big it is, because we never we occasionally buy the Daily Mirror, which is a tabloid. 
Yeah. But we'd never buy the Sun or the Daily Star <laughs> or anything like that, you know? Yeah. Because it was just very, just a load of bollocks. In but a that's so funny because I, I just swore the first time I ever saw a W.H. Smith in Britain that I had seen it before. I think you, I think you remember you saying, I was like, actually. this looks so familiar. Like, I'm sure, I'm sure we have these or we have had them at some point. And I mean, they're up and down the country. Uh, they're a big chain. And, you know, I used to, I used to go in there and buy books. I used to, I think I bought all, I actually, I bought all those young Bond books from W.H. Smith. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that I've got on the shelf here. So, you know. <laughs> got it. The next one on this list. <laughs> Moving, moving swiftly along, because we're just going on about W. H. Smith. But yeah, they they went out of business. They're gone. The year. They're gone. They're gone. And I think they're kind of struggling now in the U. K. Too. Oh yeah. 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 I, yeah. So. yeah. I mean, as I said, most bookstores. Are, yeah. Unfortunately. Um, French company Carrefour is one of the largest supermarket chains in the world, successfully running over twelve thousand stores across more than thirty countries in Europe, Asia, and Africa. I've never seen, heard of this place. Uh, yeah, I I remember it's like a big supermarket. You know, if you go on like the booze cruises, yeah, to Calais, if you drive to Dover and get on a ferry, or you know whatever, and go to Calais, that would be the first port of call to buy the cheap Carrefour. booze. Carrefour, yeah. Mm. Um, and they attentively approached approached the U.S. market, opening up one hypermarket in Philadelphia in 1988. I don't know why everyone was like, the late 80s was like, oh, yeah, we've got to get <laughs> over there. And one in New Jersey in 1994, but closed both in 94. Hmm. Why did they fail? That wasn't much of, an, yeah, it much wasn't of really. a try, was it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, some of these places, you know, they, they didn't really give it a chance. You yeah. know, it's like the se- you were saying about the seasons of the shows that they... Yeah. But I was like, oh, they didn't give that a chance to, like, yeah. you know, do it, do its thing. Yeah, do you guys ever start watching or have you in the past? Not so much now with, with all the streaming services, but back in the day with network to when network TV was, like, the only option. Did you ever start watching, like, a new show? And you kind of were getting into it. And then, you know, just... Just about a few seasons or a few episodes in, it's canceled, and it's just like, no, I don't, I want to know what happens, you know. Yeah, well, yeah, like what, um, forever. Oh I'm yeah, still going on about that show. What was that other one that, um, flash forward? Flash forward, yeah. yeah with um, you were always about flash forward when you were like, oh, the flash forward. Yeah, what's with- going on with them? Um, Joseph Fiennes. Joseph Fiennes, that's it. I was like, yeah. Ray Fiennes' his brother. I can't remember his name. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> uh, the reason uh, Carrefour failed was a reluctance, reluctance to embrace U.S. cultural shopping habits. Mm. Uh, yeah, and I mean, it's a one-stop it. discount store where shoppers can pick up anything from fruit and shampoo to fridges and car supplies. But U.S. consumers were not accustomed to these wildly different items being lumped together under one roof. And a lackluster marketing campaign... I mean, an existing well established supermarket such as Walmart or other reasons it failed, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean. But I mean, Walmart, when I was a kid, Walmart didn't have groceries. What What did Walmart. Yeah, when did Walmart start doing groceries? I don't know. I mean, I don't know if maybe it was Cause just Walmart because Walmart was that... originally a hardware store, wasn't it? Mm, when Sam like... Walton started it up, it was like originally like, oh, you got your nails and your wood and stuff from there. I don't there. know. I mean, they had, in in the town where I lived when I was little, they had clothes and they had like, they had like convenience store type food stuff. So they had like bottles of soda and like little Debbie snacks. And yeah. 
Doritos. <laughs> you know what I yeah, mean? They yeah, had that yeah. kind of stuff. But you could get clothes, you could get shoes, you could get toys. Um, yeah, a- automotive kind of stuff, like, and also like light bulbs and yeah. Um, yeah hardware yeah hardware i always imagined stuff. it as like a hardware store you know how when you walk into the store yeah there's like the groceries are on this side and then yeah. everything else is over here i mean yeah. walmart used to just be everything else everything else <laughs> like yeah. it just didn't have the grocery section yeah it had all the other kind of stuff that it still has it just didn't have the yeah. grocery section yeah i mean yeah because I, I when did I, they get groceries i don't know maybe they always had groceries you know, it was just like a little tiny. Were, but my Walmart yeah. didn't, you know. Yeah, because I can imagine. I mean, Walmart it entered the British market with by purchasing ASDA. Mm-hmm. In did it? Did ASDA change when Walmart purchased it? Like, uh, yeah, it, it started. Different? Yeah, it, it started to become different. Yeah, because oh. I think ASDA was originally like an orange color. But I mean, did. Did the the contents change, or did um, it I think it's kind of stuff? I think it was mostly just groceries. Oh yeah. And then when Walmart took it over, it started doing clothes and other bits and bobs, you know, yeah. like houseware, houseware stuff. And they've got like a Asda Living now, mm-hmm. which is like a separate store. Yeah. There was one. There was one in town. I mean, it's just like it's separate to the actual main Asda store. It was out in the. Uh, shopping park yeah and that was just like like furniture and furniture and home stuff yeah but yeah i mean you know i can imagine like walmart being kind of like a you know like a hardware store and just you know just general thing because i imagine that's what sam walton was like you know when he started (laughs) that's what he was like yeah i mean someone you know it's like i don't know when he died but you know I imagine that's what he was like. He just started his hardware store and it just exploded. <laughs> I don't know. I have this idea. It's probably it's probably that. not. You know, I can imagine him in his little trucker cap, you know, and he's just like that, you know. I, like, mean, I have zero idea what Sam Walton looks he, like. What does he sound like? He sounds like a little old man, doesn't he? <laughs> sounds like he was born a little old man with a little cap. I really Those, those caps, and he's just like that with his hardware store, you know. <laughs> And then all of a sudden someone goes, oh, you know what? We're going to franchise these things and make them, you know, we're going to expand and we're going to oh make this God. the biggest company ever. So and he's just random. like, I don't know. He's like, I don't know. I just wanted to sell nails <laughs> and wood. Anyway, next. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, next. Uh, Daewoo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you remember Daewoo? Yeah. Daewoo Motors was one of South Korea's best exports, successfully exporting to countries all over the world where it won a loyal following by selling directly to customers rather than through car dealers. Oh, interesting. I mean, you say, do I remember Daewoo? No, I do not. (laughs) I recognize the name. I'm like, Daewoo's still, I think it used to be, well, it still is a big car in the the UK, yeah. Really? When the company expanded to the US, it tried the same approach, this time hiring college students to sell its line of economy cars. Plan didn't work, however. What, like and it, door to door? I mean, I I'm don't guessing. <laughs> I imagine the college students like, "Hey, do you want to buy this car from Daewoo? It's a Daewoo." Psst. And they were just like, Psst, "Come here, <laughs> Psst, come here! I've got a car for you." It's like, you know, I can imagine, like, you know, yeah. He's like, "I'm not buying a car from a college student. He can barely drive." <laughs> the plan didn't work, however, and it resorted to selling via traditional dealerships. Sales did not pick up with U.S. drivers opting for other South Korean car makers such as Hyundai. Hyundai, huh? Hyundai. What do you call him? Hyundai. Hyundai. 
Hyundai. Hyundai. Hyundai, we always said. Hyundai, but I think they yeah. do say Hyundai, yeah. The Asian financial meltdown of 1998 further diminished the company's foothold in the U.S. and elsewhere. The whole company was bought out by General Motors in 2002. Well, there we go. There we go. The mystery yeah. of Daewoo. Solved. Daewoo. And of course, I can imagine that there's a, oh, it's a Daewoo. It's like, oh, Daewoo, eh? <laughs> oh, my God. I can imagine, you know. People going, oh, I don't yes, know. we know you. We know your imaginings. <laughs> Go ahead. Sam Walton owned a Daewoo, okay. <laughs> yes. Um, Tesco. Yeah. The last one on this list is Tesco. I had forgotten about this. Oh, had you forgotten about this? Yeah. Now? Yeah. Well, Tesco is a UK multinational food retailer. Um, it was it's the biggest one in the UK. Yeah. I think it's like the top top um thing, mm-hmm. and. It was doing a roaring trade in the 1990s, becoming Britain's biggest food retailer by 1995, and third largest in the world by the early 2000s. I'm guessing Walmart would have been the biggest by then. I'm not sure. I have no idea. Uh, With stores all across Europe and Asia. Keen to expand even further, Tesco entered the US market in 2007, opening its first fresh and easy store in Hemet near Los Angeles. Fresh and easy meaning what? Like, it I remember, sounds like they're I rem- trying to compete with Whole Foods. Yeah, that's what it sounded like. Yeah. Over 200 stores were then rolled out across California and Arizona and Nevada. Tesco put a total of $1.3 billion into this U.S. Oh business. God. Its original plan was to have a chain of 1,000 stores on the West Coast and then to expand on the East Coast. But the gamble didn't work out and oh, it turned no. out to be the biggest ever British retail failure in the oh, U.S. Oh, no! What happened? Well, I'll tell you what happened. You better buckle up for this one. Many of the locations of the supermarkets tended to be in the working class areas that were enduring economic hardship, and shoppers didn't like the small size supermarkets. Wait, what? What year was this again? Two thousand and seven. You know the the, the late two thousand and seven. The late two thousands. You know. Oh what? Oh, I thought it was much later than that. No, I, was, thought, I mean I thought it was sort of recent. Tw- in twenty thirteen. Okay. Well. Okay, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. And, and they were in working class areas enduring economic hardships, and mm-hmm. shoppers didn't like the small size supermarkets, the shrink wrap packaging, or the self checkout oh, systems. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, in California, they definitely wouldn't like all the plastic that you guys use. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, we shrink wrap everything. Oh, my you know? God, dude. Yeah. Uh, in 2013, Tesco announced that it was pulling out of the U.S. market, and that same year, Fresh and Easy filed for bankruptcy. I can't believe that. I can't believe that they would have that they would have even done that in I mean, California. Like, did they do no market research whatsoever? I mean, I remember when it started. Yeah, because it would it, it started to kind of like be a thing. It, it, I mean, what did they roll out? They rolled out. No, I vaguely uh, remembered them talking about it. I thought two hundred was... stores in California. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fresh and easy. Is it going to be like Tesco? Are they going to be selling? And they were like, oh, this isn't going to be a British import store. We're not selling Marmite or anything like that. This yeah. is just going to be an American store for Americans and, mm-hmm. you know, all the American products that you love. But it had the, like, British way of, you know, shrink wrapping all the yeah. produce. And... You guys, if you've ever been to Britain... And you go into a grocery store, like, literally all the produce is individually wrapped. Like you get a cucumber and they're just like, oh. Yeah, it's wrapped in plastic. I mean, I guess it's it's more sanitary that way. You take it home, you take off the shrink wrap and you wash it, you know. Yeah. 
Oh, you don't even have to wash it, I guess, because it's shrink-wrapped. Like, know? if you want a tomato, it's difficult to find a single tomato. No, you have to buy a package a si- of six. four or six plastic-wrapped tomatoes. Yeah, no, because that's something that I'll probably, you know, when we go, when we finally go back to the UK, I'll be like, oh, God, I forgot they did this. Everything is in apples, you know, everything is individually wrapped, or not yeah. individually, but, like, you have to buy them like in... Like, in a pack of six or a pack of four yeah. or something, yeah. I mean, but, but like you said, some things are totally individually wrapped, like a cucumber, cucumber just yeah, one on its own, just wrapped in plastic for absolutely no reason whatsoever. It's like, why all this plastic? Yeah, I mean, yeah, no. Oh, I can't no. believe they would have gone to California and done that. It's like, of all places, you could have gotten away with and that probably in the South that, or in the know. Midwest, you know? Well, yeah. Well, self-checkouts at that time. Yeah. You pe- people have to get used to things like that. Now, well, yeah. now everybody's like, oh, thank God. Chip they and pin. Every- contactless. Well, no, now everybody's like, oh, thank God they've got self-checkouts. You know what I yes, mean? Yes, like, oh. yeah, no, that's something I, you know, I prefer to do. But when they first came out, even I was like, why do I want to? Why do I want to check myself out? Like I'm not getting paid to do this, you know. Let me go to an employee who's this is their job. I think even now, I think in some stores in the UK, even you can go in and you can scan the stuff yourself, and then you just go to you know, and you can scan it as you're going. You know, you, oh yeah, you they go, have that in Walmart. Scan as you go. Scan as you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you just pay the total at the till, you know? No, you just pay it in the... Oh. You can oh. just pay it. You don't even have to do anything. You just literally leave with your oh. basket full of stuff. Oh, I didn't, you know? I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, yeah I mean, we just... But I mean, I don't that. know how it how it works that's, because that's, it's like... That's, that's, that's too extreme for me. <laughs> well, because I mean, how you know, how it works, like, you know, how do they know you're not, you know? They don't. They don't. You I know, mean, oh well, I've got a bunch of stuff in here that I didn't scan, you know. And it's because I like, think you pay. I only paid four dollars for this, I and I've got you, a whole month's worth of groceries here, you know. You scan using your using the app. Yeah. You know, and I think you just pay. You know, you have your credit card information or on your file card on file, and you yeah. just pay right then. But yeah, so what? What about your receipt? I don't know. No, I can't. It gets emailed to you, I guess. You know. I. I can't deal with that. I can't deal with that anyway. No. And sometimes it's just like, yeah, you see somebody just push their basket all the way through and they just go out the doors yep. and just like, oh, no. I remember my mom said that, that she saw a lady do that at Target. <clears throat> like oh, I around, think Target has it. Around yeah. Christmas time. I don't. No, I don't. I'm not sure Target does have it. Oh? So it's just like, it's like, uh, does Target have that well, maybe same she, thing? Maybe Walmart? this woman thought they did, yeah. You know? <laughs> or she just, oh, you have that self-checkout. I've, I've already paid. Thanks, yeah. you know. It's okay. I'll send you the, you know, I'll Venmo yeah. you the money. Yeah, I mean, I maybe they do, but, but I'm not sure. But my mom definitely was just like, I just saw some lady walk out of the store with a basket full of stuff. <laughs> It's unbelievable. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah. But yeah, no, I remember hearing that Tesco was going to come over here and thinking like, oh, that's yeah, really cool. Yeah, they failed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they didn't. Because what grocery store in America is comparable to Tesco? Uh, None, really. I mean, maybe H-E-B. We don't really in, have in... any like national grocery chain. To me, to me, Walmart is not a grocery store. I mean, it's yeah. just because of my age, I guess, but... 
I mean, it is. It is. It is it technically now. is, but. Well, but I mean, you know, head, in Britain, yeah. I mean, not. it's a small. It's a small island. I mean, you know, it's like you know, HEBs are, are statewide. I don't think they're out of Texas, are they? Um. Uh, no, I don't think. Oh, they have a few in North Mexico. I think. Oh well, there we go. That's yeah. well, that's multinational, then, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But no, I don't think they go outside of Texas. Other than that, no. Um, but yeah, I guess. Because what? There's Kroger's. Oh, there's, there's Tom so Thumb. Many. Randall's. Randall's might be a national. Yeah, but I mean, it's known under different names, mm-hmm. like Albertsons. What? Tom Thumb. They're yeah. all the same thing. United. United. Oh, United. Mm-hmm. Uh, Randall's too. Yeah. Yeah. It's well, that's all... just in Texas because there's a United up in the Panhandle, isn't there? There's United. Yeah, it's part of. It's the same thing. Oh. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know why. Why? I don't know what the company is. Just that, rebranded that all owns... at Randalls or whatever. Right. You know? Yeah. But it's they're all owned under the same. There's yeah. another one. Maybe actually, I think Safeway. Safeway. We used to have Safeways. In I the think UK, Safeway, Safeway is under the same thing as Randalls and and. United and all of that now too. I don't know what yeah. the company is that owns all of them. Anyway, this has become a grocery store, a grocery podcast. store podcast. <laughs> yes, and yeah, I think that's it. I think we're, we're that was done. everything. That on was the list. everything on the list. Yeah. I mean, yeah. All the companies that failed there's in America. Been, there's been things that have come over and not failed though, and and maybe we should probably look up a list and see yes, and see that American the American companies that have failed. You know, I can think of one right expand. now. Which? Wendy's. Wendy's? I mean, and that's fast food. Yeah. Did it? Are you I sure think, there's not so one like in London or something? No, I think it came over and it didn't do so well and then, you know, failed. And then they're trying to like pop it up. I think they're trying to get Chick-fil-A over there. I mean, it's just a burger joint, isn't it? It's like, how many do you need? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean at, the same, at the same time, you know, Five Guys is big in the UK. Yeah. It's very popular. Um, yeah. I think they expanded quite rapidly. They, rapidly, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, to be fair, their fries are pretty good. Yeah. I mean, the burgers are okay, but... I don't think you call fries. them fries. Why are they fries and not chips at Five Well, Guys? because they're only chips when they're fish, you see. We call it fish and chips, and then everything else is fries. It's like you, what you said, isn't it? I said that. Yeah, you I? said, oh, oh okay, we call well, it fish and chips. <laughs> we call it fish and chips over if, here. If it's something I said, then it must be right. <laughs> of course. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Anyway, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you for tuning in thank and you. listening to us just talk absolute nonsense. Absolute nonsense for 30 straight minutes. <laughs> no, we do we do appreciate you. Um, let us know if there's any kind of topics specific that you want us to Yeah, cover. let us know. Yeah. We need topics to cover. Topics specific, specific topics. Specific rather. topics. <laughs> that you would like for us to discuss. Um, we always want to talk about the things that you guys want to hear. So, um, anyway, I think other than that, we appreciate you tuning in. We appreciate your support. Be sure to um, visit our Patreon. Yes. For extra content. Some great deals over there. Um, follow us on social media. We are at T Buddy, T E A B U T T Y, on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And we'll talk to you next time. Talk to you next time, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.